0: Magic Key pass holders and Caped Crusaders, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic show. <laughs>
1: Show. that's my tv
0: and that's jen dis
1: today we will be discussing news that is hot off the disney parks presses mike shares his hot mess of disney travel plans we celebrate halfway to halloween and share our thoughts on marvel's recent and upcoming releases
0: All right, I have a visual here that I'm going to describe for our listeners. I have a postcard that I received in the mail, April 30th, 2021. And this postcard, postcard has a beautiful graphic of Disneyland. And it says, Mike, hi from opening <laughs> yeah. day, April 30th, 2021. Wish you were here. Looking forward to our June trip. Love Jen to Mike TV. Wow, a year ago, Disneyland reopened and you sent this postcard.
1: Wait, did you just receive it?
0: No, no, I mean, uh, I took it off the... (laughs) I've been looking at this every day. It's on my freezer and waiting until the one year so I could mention it on this podcast. And now it's time.
1: Oh my gosh, you're right. It has been a year, huh? Almost. It'll be this weekend? (gasps) Yeah. I cannot believe it's already been a year. That, That feels pretty crazy.
0: And so many things have already changed, like park ops and everything.
1: Yeah, I'm having a moment, actually, because it does feel like it's been a long time, but then also, like, not. Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird to put those two emotions together. Um, That was such an insane day, and I'll never forget it, Um, and I'm very happy that I got postcards out to people, because that was fun. (laughs)
0: Yay. No, it's a memory, for sure.
1: Aw, well, I'm glad you kept it, and it's been on your freezer. I still have your Animal Crossing um, postcards on my on my refrigerator. Oh wow, what
0: a moment in time! Animal Crossing, middle of right? pandemic, it's
1: like a time capsule.
0: It was our virtual world for like a year.
1: Right? Oh my god, we would sit on like our little areas that we made and watch fireworks with balloons in our hands. Yes, oh, it
0: was it was so, so cute, cute. and <laughs> Disney cosplay. <laughs>
1: Totally, 100%. Oh Oh my God. I never thought about how much of a time capsule my refrigerator is. Like just the things are stuck on it.
0: That's good. That's a a (laughs) good point. But it
1: truly is. Wow. Well, um, so that has been one year marking the grand reopening this weekend. I think it lands on...
0: That means it... Yeah, the 30th. That means it hasn't even been reopened for a year yet. That does seem weird considering like all the the emotions and news updates and... And so changes much. to things.
1: <laughs> so much. And speaking of news updates, I have a newsflash from <laughs> Disney. There are so many things going on that it's kind of insane. So I thought it would be fun to just chat over a few of these different news topics.
2: Yeah, news First flash. off, newsflash.
1: Don't need to get too crazy into this one, but what do you think of the Johnny Depp trials going on? <laughs> Our own Jack Sparrow and so much more but yeah yeah.
0: i i i don't know how detailed i want to get into this because the trial is still going but from what i'm seeing and the way it's being covered i feel so bad for johnny depp and amber heard i don't know she's an interesting human being and the two of them just create it's like oil and vinegar it's it's hard to watch it's It's, hard to watch and he's also a great actor so there are moments where i'm like well you know when does he pull it through as acting does that does he even have a difference (laughs) he's been doing it for so long right yeah yeah and i want to i want to trust him
1: right um one thing for me that's really interesting about this trial is like seeing so johnny depp he's obviously very rich very successful he's very handsome and he could probably have a lot of different people in this world. However, he still has regular people problems. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It makes me feel better about my problems and relationships in my life that, like, Johnny Depp has crazier shit going on. It's <laughs> like, true. You know what? It's I'm so just true. fine.
0: <laughs> I will say there was something sweet that got brought up. Well, I, I thought it was sweet when they were, when the lawyer of Amber Heard, who's really not a great attorney, when he was uh, questioning Johnny Depp. And got to the part about Disney distancing themselves from Johnny Depp when they were announcing the like a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. And he didn't appear upset at all about it. And he was so empathetic to the Walt Disney Company about why they had to do that. Whether or Mm -hmm. not the article that came out at the time was true, he understood that they had to do that as a media giant and he doesn't blame them. And I thought, okay, number one, that's really cool of him to say. Number two, (laughs) the attorney didn't get the angry person he was hoping to get in the response. And it kind of only goes (laughs) and supports his case about like lost wages and all these things. So,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And he's, he's like playing it cool, which could also be acting. Right. Right back to the same thing, yeah. right? <laughs> but he seems to be choosing the right times to pull it off if he is. So, wow. But it's just kind of mind-blowing. I, I think I thought it was just going to be this little itty-bitty trial and didn't realize how crazy it actually was behind the scenes. So, anyways, moving on. <laughs> Uh, In other news, which is also crazy, um, the Florida governor signed a bill to revoke the Walt Disney Company's special district privileges of Reedy Creek. And in addition, he's also dissolving Walt Disney World's self-governance. And this seems to have been done as a retaliation against Disney speaking out about the Don't Say Gay bill. So you guys have probably seen this all over the place in your news feeds. It's a really big deal. It's... um, it affects a lot of different people in a lot of different ways, um, and just a little bit about Reedy Creek. Um, it's a district that Walt actually created himself back, like when they were opening Walt Disney World. So over fifty years ago, um, they have their own police stations, their own fire stations, like their own. I don't know what to call it—police crew. What do you call that? Just police.
0: Yeah, but the like. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah know I mean? pol- uh, Law enforcement—that's the word. And law they, enforcement. And even yes. like their own transportation services. That's how they can do these cool buses all the way
1: down to the sewage. Like everything is controlled by Disney because of this Reedy Creek um, District. Uh, so basically, what they're doing by signing this bill is taking back Reedy Creek, and it's going to then just kind of blend into surrounding counties. Um, And this goes into effect in June, goes into effect, cannot speak today, in June of 2023. And Disney, um, like some of the ways it affects Disney directly is that they then have to get like permissions and permits and whatnot to do any big upgrades or changes. And they're already slow as
0: snails as it is with their own permits.
1: (laughs) Right, <laughs> right. Now they have to rely on a whole bunch of other people that are outside of the business of theme parks. So, yeah. like the understanding level, uh, like on its own, is going to take a whole nother leap and jump. Um, and then even other things like constructions on the roads that surround the parks and everything like that. So it could be pretty crazy, and it also really affects like taxes for Disney parks and taxpayers and the counties. It's just. A big change so we're gonna see how this rolls out but what have you been hearing out in the world about like what other people think about this
0: yeah it's it's a bit of a mess and and what i'm hearing a lot from other disney fans and legal experts because i've gone down the reddit and the youtube rabbit holes about this are uh the, the number one thing that i'm getting um sort of the vibe about is that none of this is actually going to happen that a lot of it is a political publicity stunt. And it's one of those things that it will get repealed before it goes into effect in June, 2023. And uh, some of the signs that are pointing to this is Governor DeSantis is, he's nuts. He's like a mini Trump. (laughs) And now him and Trump are fighting, even though he's like worships Trump and wants to be Trump. Um, And so there are indications that he's going to run for president even if it means against Trump. And so he's trying to build his own version of like a MAGA that is so riled up with all of these like morality things like the don't say gay bill. He just wants to find his audience, doesn't even care. Probably doesn't even care about the actual policies. He just wants to be president. And so that's part of what I'm hearing. Um, Also the legal experts like on YouTube are explaining that this is way too hard to operationally implement without bringing in the voter opinion one more time. So this was all done without the voters. Normally something like this would go to a vote, but he wow the governor pulled all his things, his I did levers. I not know that. Yeah, and so the silly thing is, the whole contradictory thing is, this means the people who now have to pay for the maintenance of all the Disney World stuff are now Florida taxpayers. They wouldn't right. want that if somebody actually explained it to them. They wouldn't want that. I'm, <laughs> and I'm, they're like, nuh Right. And he's trying to skirt around that. It brings to mind an analogy people have mentioned, which is it's like his version of Mexico is going to build the wall. When we knew Mexico is not oh. going to build the wall. He's like, we're going to take this away and we're, we're not going to pay for it. But guess what? It, you legally have to pay for it if that's now Florida property. So there's a lot of messy right. things here that are pointing into the direction where this might not actually happen, but he's going to get all the press out of it. He is getting all the press out of it that he wants. Um, People
1: are going to know his name. Yes.
0: And then the other thing that I found interesting Oof. is following some of the influencers. I, I talk about this guy, Kyle Paulo. I love his YouTube. He does a daily dose. Every day he, he has committed to a vlog. And usually it involves visiting one of the parks or doing something Disney-esque. Um, and he never talks about politics. In fact, I was kind of a little disappointed when he didn't mention anything, um, passionately against the don't say gay bill also kind of understood where he's coming from. Now he had the, uh, thought that he had to bring this up and in his vlog, which is normally very lighthearted, he talked about, Hey, subscribers, I know this sounds political, but I have to talk about what's going on now (laughs) between the Don't Say Gay bill, how it impacted uh, the government, and then Reedy Creek, this crazy retaliation against the Florida from the Florida government. Now, if you think this is political and you don't care, that's fine. But guess what? Now it's going to impact the Disney parks. So he connected it to that and said it's inevitable that as a Disney parks influencer— I got to speak up about this, so I thought that was really cool that I finally saw somebody hit a, reach a turning point, and it was because of this very specific thing that you mentioned. Like these are the the trains we ride, or the the express buses, and the the, the toilets we flush, and all those things. Remember, we always talk about <laughs> the uh, those those pools of water that takes so long to build Tron the reservoirs. Imagine that's just gonna take so mm-hmm. much longer. Um, and Yikes. I've even seen. Uh, Other news sites like WDWNT like very specifically say this is why we're talking about politics because it's now going to impact your experience, even prices, if this does go through. Um, And again, I'm hearing the same thing on Reddit, which is there's really nobody that's saying that there's there's any positive (laughs) outcome of doing this. There's really nothing. Even if you're against Disney, there's really nothing that's going to help the state of Florida.
1: Yeah, I really wish I could remember enough to speak to it, but Trevor Noah actually covered this on The Daily Show Mm. as well, and he had a very interesting uh, look at how it affects taxes and how, like, okay, Disney will be taxed more, which is good because it's a big corporation. That's what we want, right? So, like, it's turning, like like, the right, right-winged right people into left-wing people because now they're, like, <laughs> having, like, the big corporations tax more, which is what the left side has been trying to do. Right. Time. Oh, it's gosh. just, like, super interesting how it's working out.
0: That's so true. The right-wing is all about we don't need the government telling us what we can and can't do. And I'm like, well, now you're doing that. Like, that's all Florida yeah, is Ohio. right that's
1: now. That's all you're doing right
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Um, very, very interesting. One good important counterpoint that I should mention is – Disneyland and all the other Disney parks have it set up in the way that they're trying to do it now, which is the city does have control over that. It is why Disneyland Anaheim Resort takes so long. And we keep seeing those big concept mm. art projects go to go to shit because the Anaheim board doesn't want to do it. Yep, so, and they
1: get cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. Like.
0: So it it works. It's just a nightmare. Um and Florida is very uh, unique because of what Walt set up. I don't think they should take it away, but right. I should mention that the other parks operate somewhat fine depending on your point of view.
1: Right. So it's doable, however. Yeah. It's still a, it's still a big change. And it'll take time. Any type of change just takes time to get used to anyway. Yeah. So, like, that's going to have to be accounted for as well. Well, anyways, moving on over to Disneyland. Um, There's some news that came out recently about, like, actually rumors, but it kind of was laid out as news. So it's this big confusion going on in the the Disney community about Magic Key Passes. And they had basically announced through WDWNT, who you just mentioned before... I always like to say beware of them because sometimes that clickbait is real. Yeah, like, like you have
0: to actually read and listen to the full thing. You
1: have to read. <laughs> and even then, it's still super vague sometimes. Check so their sources. This is yeah. probably one of the biggest ones I saw. Yeah. So they had a headline. I wish I had it pulled up. But I think it, it like was very blunt and like clear. And it said, Disneyland will no longer be renewing Believe and... Um, What's the bigger one? Dream Shoot. is it? Dream? Yes, thank you. Believe and Dream Magic Keys. Like they were not, they will not be available for renewal. Period. Like it was no. There's nothing <laughs> to clarify on that. It seemed very straightforward. However, when you read the article, then you start like finding little holes in it. And like, wait a second, that could mean this or that. Which I actually might blame Disney for even more than WDWT because. Because they weren't clear in the first place, it sends off confusion into these waves of people freaking out, right? You just have to be very clear. Um, And some of the uh, things that were said about this, um, I watched a few videos just trying to like really get into how this happened. And it turns out that it all started with one person who was on Twitter who had a unique situation. It seems like they had a, like one of those three-day tickets that got extended, Like they let the, um, it used to be like 13 days you have to use it within. And then since COVID was all crazy, they extended it to a longer period. And since um, it's a three-day ticket, it has to, if they're going to upgrade it to an annual pass, it still starts the day you initiated it, right? So this person initiated it in May. Um, And then when August came around, they were able to upgrade it into an annual pass. So those keys, which Disney said, there's only like 100 people that have them. Those ones will not be able to be renewed because it was this like weird loophole.
0: Oh, wow. So they already made an exception in the first place.
1: Right. But what Disney said to this user who this person, this single person, they wrote and said, Disneyland is not currently renewing Believe or Dream Keys. Like they just said it point blank. And that left that person to think like, oh, my God, they're not renewing this for anyone. They did not specify it was this unique situation, so we all don't really 100% still know what's going on, so it could still be that they're not being renewed for anyone. However, the this was such a unique situation, we're all pretty sure that it was um, specific to this group of 100 so people that had this pass, um, but yeah, so that is super crazy and interesting and I got really into it before I started reading deeper into <laughs> it for this episode. So I am also It's a crazy of how bait.
0: one tweet
1: one tweet will just set off the world. <laughs> it and put it, us
0: all in a in a tizzy about it. We're like,
1: what are we going to do? I've been talking to like every single one of my Disney holic friends. Like everyone is talking about it. They're like, shit, what are we going to do? We can't renew our passes. Like what's going to happen? Da-da-da-da. And it's never like why are they doing it? It's just like this sucks. That this is happening right so we have all jumped ahead to like this being a fact um (laughs) and i don't blame any of you because i am also doing the same thing until very recently so um i think that there's a lot of reasons that they could cancel it because of things that they need to update we all know that the reservation system and a bunch of other things with these magic keys was not set up as well as it could have been but they couldn't really predict that so now that they're filling it out, I feel like maybe they will need to adjust the two top tier tickets into some other type of pass, right? So who knows? It's all rumors. But I just thought it was really interesting. And it's definitely like the hot topic right now going around. <laughs> uh, you're safe, though, because you have the Enchant Key. So happy annual pass holding renewing to you because I will be here with my day <laughs> tickets, evidently. They need
0: to, <laughs> but yeah, they need to... Uh... Say something official like,
1: yeah, ASAP. they need to come. That's actually interesting that you said that because they haven't, and it would be nice to just have them like officially clear it up. Like, and that, yeah, the fact that yeah. they have it makes me think that they are not going to be renewing them and aren't ready to tell everybody that. Like, so, that
0: person, that customer service social media person said a correct statement, maybe, and it just yeah, was too soon. Is that what you That think? was oh,
1: actually okay. on one of the videos I watched. They, um, they said this could be a a case of bad customer service because they've reached out to numerous different customer service people in Disney and they've all said something different. So oh, the bad <laughs> training could also be part of the issue. Who knows? Yeah. It's just a big cluster right and now. And sometimes so.
0: social uh, media teams, the support reps on there, have information before the rest of customer support because they have to react in real time. So they right. could be working off the future script or something where it's right. true. Who knows? I hope not.
1: That was like, um, that reminds me of at Disneyland, the little like signs above the lines. Do you remember this? The little? There's like little entrance or exit signs that you can flip. Yeah. And then somebody yeah. had flipped it incorrectly and it said annual pass holder entrance. And everybody's like, we're getting our own entrance.
2: Oh, shoot. <laughs> and
1: it was just like a, a pure accident. Like they, I guess they were obviously going to do it. Um, but then COVID happened and we never got to see that happen, but like it was on there. It was officially on that thing. It wasn't fake. And somebody just like rotated it one too many times or something. And everybody, one person caught it and it was on the internet and it was over.
0: (laughs) That's a funny blunder. Yeah, it was,
1: it was really actually hilarious. Um, but yeah, so, all right. Next thing up, oh, this is a fun one because we talked about crime recently on this show. I thought I would bring some yes. back in because there is some crazy crime going over, going on over in Walt Disney World um, at the Magic Kingdom. A gentleman walked through the bag check with a gun hanging around his neck. What the heck, Florida? So, I've seen <laughs> and we both. don't
0: even know if he's from Florida, but all I think of is Florida. <laughs>
1: To all of our Florida listeners, I'm sure you want to do the same, but this guy is holding up your stereotype. So um, so the bag or the, the gun supposedly, like I've seen a few different articles. I couldn't tell which is which. A lot of them just said literally he had a gun hanging around his neck. Some said it was in a bag hanging around his neck. So regardless of what it is, some guy tried to come in with a gun at bag check and then they were like telling, like giving him trouble, telling him he has to leave, like whatever. They were telling him. And he starts freaking out, he's fighting with security, and then he reaches in his pocket, pulls out a baggie of white, chalky substance, and starts eating it as they're like fighting what? to like
0: <laughs> What on earth?
1: And he said like, he swallowed bath salts his gum. That was his excuse of what he just did. And he has white stuff all over his face. So obviously this guy's shown up. To Walt Disney World with a gun and a bag of cocaine or whatever the hell in his pocket, and like, what the fuck is and going And was he trying
0: on? to was he trying to to do it or get rid of it? What he is was going trying on? to get rid
1: of it because he was already getting in trouble for the gun. What an and so they were trying to restrain him Just drop it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: Jeez, yeah like throw, I don't
1: even know. Or like at that point, I don't. I don't even know. It was Gosh. it was pretty insane to hear about. But that happened at Magic Kingdom. So crazy. Um, and then over at Port Orleans Riverside, mm-hmm. which you and I have stayed at before, we had two things pop up at Riverside in recent news. One is that they have had uh, a couple suspicious moments of housekeeping stealing from guests.
0: So, I did hear about that.
1: Yeah, you heard about it. Do you hear about that car driving by my house too? That's really obnoxious. Just saying. Why is this? Always happen when I record. It's
0: always because we are trying to do an Autopia, immersive experience in your studio.
1: <laughs> I should just blame it on that. But Autopia sounds much worse. It's not
0: as fast. That's more <laughs> like a Radiator Springs Racer. Yeah, there you go. Right. Test track. Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. um Yeah. Test track looks so So um, they set up a sting operation to catch these housekeeping people, and they like basically put a black like backpack in the room and put two hundred dollars inside of it. So it's like not even out in the open; it's like in someone's bag. And then they set up a camera and caught these these two housekeepers stealing. So that's not good. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, use those safes in your room or keep your right. money to a minimum. And that's giving me.
0: White Lotus vibes, which you bring up so much right? on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um,
1: and then, last piece of Disney crime is actually also at Port Orleans Riverside. And it was that recently over the weekend, a 17 year old was arrested. Um, and he was a suspect of a double homicide. So this was, he's from South Carolina. This happened back where he's from. He evidently shot two individuals who were also young, like either, I think one was 18, one was 17 or something like that. So young kids in front of some library, killed them both. And then he's like, I'm going to Disney World, evidently, because like three days later, he's in Disney World and got arrested, (laughs) which is super crazy. But um, it made it really easy for them to find him. So they were able to go to his hotel room and arrest him there and, uh take him back up to South Carolina to go to trial and everything but wow crazy. that sounds
0: to me like 10 15 years from now that's gonna be on some podcaster's iceberg of Disney World the kid who in my episode
1: a couple weeks ago just saying
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it would have been wow right? gosh
1: so yeah lots going on what's going on um, yeah I can't say any of that is really positive that I just talked about, but it's all pretty crazy. So
0: it's real. Look, and that's probably a lot of why I, and I'm going to talk about in a minute, like why I have to keep trying to go and escape. Like I'm in pure escapism mode lately with vacations, New York city, the crime has increased so much. Um, It's like becoming the way it was that I heard it was before I lived here over 15 years ago. So it's been a pretty safe place for about 15 years and after the pandemic, just things are crawling out of the woodwork. People are coming back out into life just mentally unstable, and they need help, and there's no support. Just things are getting wild, and it's not fun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's bursting the Disney here.
1: bubble too, right? Like maybe New York's yeah. a little different, but like in Disney World, like I don't want to hear about this stuff going on Disney World. Right. On guys. Like those fights that are
0: happening, and then people jumping off living with the land. What's going on? Yeah. What's in the water here?
1: Got <laughs> to get those cucumbers.
0: <laughs> <the> cucumber. <laughs> so my hot mess of Disney travel plans and Disney vacation placeholders. I thought I just need to vent and talk about it because the last couple of weeks I've just been a hot mess, staying up all night, looking at all these different websites. And I know, I know, all Disney holics. We all do this, right? We like we go on whatever website, whether it's Disney World or Disneyland, and you start planning these vacations, like just to see, like how far you get to the checkout, and then you just leave the tab open for a couple of days and then eventually the tab closes or it says you've been logged out and then you're fine and yeah. you just save thousands of dollars. Um, so I've been doing a bit of that but I've had more time on my hands so I'm getting to the checkout screens and I'm hitting checkout which I'm learning is not as easy as I thought to unwind. So let's start with oh. Disneyland Paris. So Disneyland Paris, I was planning this solo trip which would have been coming up in a couple of weeks. Would have been Early May, and am I still going? I'm not. But what I did was, I went as far as booking, I think it was six nights at Disney, uh, Disneyland Paris's Hotel New York Art of Marvel, which is their newest refurbished hotel. And it's now like you're living and eating and entertained inside of a Marvel museum. A Museum of Marvel. So it's not an immersive experience like like Galactic Star, Star Cruiser. This is more like a beautiful gallery and, and a tribute to Marvel. And I'm hearing good things about it and I've been doing all these Marvel things. I'm like, oh, this is going to be my Marvel year. So I was like, I'm going to book it. <laughs> I even booked club level, of course. And let me tell you, like the the total was just ridiculous and I just pressed it. And then I still went to the next step and even booked my flight. Oh,
1: okay. That usually comes last. Yeah. I was even talking to Jacob about that. I was like, I wonder if he's going to book that flight, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've had that flight booked to CDG or whatever it is in Paris. I even had my Magical Express, their version of it. I had that paid for. It was going to take me straight to the park. I don't even want to see Paris proper. I haven't been to France or Paris, and I just wanted to go straight to Disney. (laughs) And, um, And then I just started getting exhausted thinking about all the travel... And I was like, do I really need to do that? Should I wait until I don't have to do a solo trip, especially if it's club level? Like, I don't want to just be there by myself in a row. Like, it'd be fun with more people, with you especially. And so I decided, okay, fine, I'm going to cancel it and I'll find other ways to escape. But Disneyland Paris, you can book everything online, you cannot cancel anything online.
1: Stop.
0: Isn't that weird? And I thought I was just like a weird, like, I thought I was just like a. Old website user, all of a sudden I just couldn't find it. And I was looking everywhere. I was looking at Reddit and TripAdvisor. People said, No, you have to call. Yeah, you have to call. So if anybody out there knows another version, please let us know so I could help others. But otherwise, everything pointed to I had to call an international number. They don't even have an 800. Oh my US
1: gosh.
0: Number. And so I figured, Oh, you know, these days T Mobile, I didn't think that we even paid to call <laughs> international anymore. I thought yeah, that was nowadays like everything's just covered. Yeah, like landlines we used to have to. So anyways, usual Disney. I spent about 45 minutes on hold and solving oh, the shit. issue. I did get my refund, thankfully. Um, very simply, it was it was w- way within the time frame, so I was okay. I got my deposit back. And then I got a message from T-Mobile, and so did Jerry. Oh, He no. ran into the room. He's like, he's like, what's this? We're getting, like, scammed, or is this from the cruise ship? What is this? It says I was just charged, like, $104 for this Call
2: stop. Yeah. So there you have so it. Expensive. Cancellation fee
0: by by default. There's a cancellation fee. fee. And I was like, that's that is my um, karma for my impulsiveness. But that's really shitty. They should. It, there's no reason why they can't. The only thing that was different was pretty obvious sales tactic. Like the woman was just like, hey, do you want to look at other options first before you cancel? That's the only thing, but even that can be done through an automated response these days.
1: Yeah, like a, I get that all the time. Step. It's always like yeah. upsells and like, you know, trying to keep you in, like giving you deals yeah. and
0: stuff. Yeah. So what a nightmare that whole... Oh my gosh, whole, I can't believe that. That whole exercise... was like a whole exercise now because I didn't... I'm not even going. <laughs> oh. It was a nightmare. But what I did learn a lot... I learned a lot about planning for Disneyland Paris. I watched a lot of YouTubes, Um and I'm excited for an eventual trip. It is a little bit different and there's things that are that work differently. So hopefully we'll get to a point where we do go and we could talk about it.
1: Well, i wanna warn everybody my passport now. It's in the mail. There Hope you'll we'll have it soon and we can go. I found out the hard way, you guys, when uh, Mike wanted me to go on a cruise with him earlier this year that I have no passport anymore. It expired during 2020, so there's that. What? Yeah. Actually, no, it Especially expired during this. early this year. My goodness.
0: My current year's mantra of like, and I think we mentioned this on the Skywalkers episode last year, which is this year, I just want to be like, just do it. Like, say yes. So there'll be more of these impulsive things. So if you have your passport, <laughs> yeah, it's so right? easier. <laughs> I'm like, let's go <laughs> to escape. Uh, okay, so there's Paris. And then there's other things going on too. So um, DVC placeholders. So the thing is with Disney Vacation Club, is it's sold to us as a way that anytime you just want to go on vacation, you already have it ready to go. You don't have to worry about paying for lodging, but the reality is you still have to book as as uh, strategically as if it was a paid vacation right. because there's not enough inventory. So, for example, if I wanted to go to my home uh, uh, DVC of Copper Creek just next week, I can't. It's completely full. It's only waitlisted. And so I have to make these placeholders far in advance. We have no idea what we're doing. I have no idea what you're doing. And in my mind, you're there with me while I'm booking these things. <laughs> yeah. so, but I just feel like I have to do them. So right now, I have a few different placeholders. So I have July, the week of July 4th, wild. Do you know how hot that is? Yeah, I saw that on your list and
1: I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and here goes impulsive. I was reading about... Their fireworks shows for July 4th And that they're really cool And that I heard that Epcot is less crowded Because everybody wants to see the Magic Kingdom Independence Day fireworks But Epcot actually does a more epic fireworks And the whole park is patriotic that day With activities and the characters in patriotic outfits And I was like, ooh, this is cute And it was available I guess nobody wants to go that week I was shocked Um, And so I booked it So I have placeholders there for like the whole week of July 4th I think um, and I, I already forgot which resort it is. I want to say it is, it was one of the ones with low points, uh, maybe like Saratoga or Old Key West. Mm-hmm. So if you're down, you don't need a passport. I'm going to keep asking you as it gets closer. <laughs> uh, also I could always cancel it and move it. That's why it's a place. I mean,
1: over. July 4th is a, I have a three day weekend already. So I don't have to worry about work stuff so much. I could just take like another day or two off. It's not that big a deal, but it's really friggin' hot
0: it is and i know it's a different heat in arizona but we've both lived you longer lived there and braved that and if you have a strategic oh, plan you really don't the have same to be thing. like yeah like, but i mean uh, my 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 planning of uh when i would go out in arizona even shopping uh, it was so planned that i would never touch the outside air for more than a yeah,
1: minute yeah yeah it's like from one air can like you're go from your house your air conditioned house to your air conditioned car to an air conditioned store right it's like yeah
0: and and very you have to time like in, outside. In Disney Springs, like I can't go past maybe six stores without stepping in one. If it's summertime, I just <laughs> hey, that's need a to good get
1: there
2: I
0: Just, just know which that. shops ahead get of time. More
1: people shopping because of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's true. kind of crazy. So um, I'm going to cr- continue trying to persuade you by saying uh, I I too do not want any of the heat or humidity. So even if it means I'm at the resort the whole time or at the pool, so be it. Um, okay, another placeholder I have is in the fall, because I do love going in the fall. That's during Halloween, and it also overlaps with my birthday, the ha- first half, the first week of November. So I have some placeholder there. I do think this is actual Copper Creek, which is going to be nice, because that has direct boat access. That's for that resort, straight to Magic Kingdom. Nice. Um uh, You could easily get to the TTC from that location as well, or you could walk straight to Polynesian. Go to Trader Sam's, um, or take the other transportations, the monorail. It's a great location. So, it's actually, ironically enough, it is my home resort, meaning that's the one you get earlier access to, and that your your real estate purchase is actually within that. And I've never stayed there at the proper (laughs) rooms. Because they're never available or I'm booking something else. The closest I have was the the cabins at the home resort, but that's not really like the normal DVC. That was like a special occasion. So I I hope to keep this one. It's also a nice time of year weather-wise, so we'll see. Have that placeholder. Keep that in mind. I do like that Um, one.
1: That one you can persuade me into. I'm just worried about all our stuff we're doing in September. September is bananas. So like going on another trip right after is kind of hard.
0: Then I have January 2023. So um, I had <laughs> announced, right? I announced like a couple of weeks ago that I, I bought into Grand Floridian and I did the unboxing over Instagram last Friday. And uh, so this is my first booking using the Grand Floridian points. So the January 2023 trip is at the Grand
2: Floridian. Nice. Yeah. So Aww. no
0: convincing needed, right? It's a good time of year. Weather is good. I love January.
1: I'll yeah. go to Disney World January every time. And it's so easy to take time off after the holidays because, like, everyone is, like, chill and, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, TV. like, they don't even want to talk to you. They're just in good moods when they do.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's okay. Um, you just took two weeks <laughs> off to take another. Like, whatever.
0: <laughs> so, so there you have it. I have those three DVC placeholders. Uh, do you want me to put these on your calendar just so you know when <laughs> I have it? I also like knowing when you're going to Disneyland, even if I'm not going. So I
1: know. We should just share calendars in general I,
0: right we could see like, it on our app like a Disneyland like what, one our,
1: yeah <laughs> I could our just add to those yeah yeah it's true <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean uh, all right. if so you'd like we'll to see what happens I yeah I actually to... will because then that means it's on my calendar too which I don't put it on unless I invite somebody so
1: right oh my gosh you're such a bad influence I love it <laughs> Well you mentioned halfway or you mentioned Halloween and we are officially halfway to Halloween ooh, and ooh, they actually just announced that they're gonna be doing a kind of a decent amount of stuff in the parks for this celebration Yes, so,
0: much more than last year right last yeah, year I was don't even was really very much um, at all
1: this looks really cool
0: it was very limited to like media last year I remember like freeform TV did something and they were playing all the movies and stuff. But how cool, yeah, that the parks are doing stuff. There's, like, treats. They just announced today the Jack Skellington popcorn bucket. Did you mm-hmm.
1: see this? And it lights so up cute. all rainbows. Super cute. Um, they have a lot of stuff with Hocus Pocus because they have to start pushing that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh,
0: yeah, the sequel this year.
1: Yeah. Um, they also have a couple things going on that we can join from home, I believe. Or maybe at Ooh. least just no, there I think there are two things. So. Um, today, actually, on the 27th at 8 p.m. So you guys, 8 p.m. Wait. Yes, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And then 5 p.m. Our Time. So wow, if you guys so- are listening to this early Wednesday morning, <laughs> then you can watch it in the evening. Um, and it's going to be uh, something on their Disney Parks Twitter. And it's a watch party. So they're going to have a feature film oh. about the Halloween season on Disney+. So there's going to be a little watch party. If you guys have never seen a watch party through Twitter, it's like really fun because they'll have a bunch of, it's almost like pop-up video that reminds me of. Yeah. Like they'll say little facts about it as you're watching and you kind of interact that way. So really fun. And then another thing they're doing that you can do from home, on Thursday, tomorrow, the 28th, um, they'll have an announcement that you don't want to miss. It has to do with Disney Parks, at least that's what it says on here. And it says tune in to the Disney Parks TikTok live beginning at ten PM Eastern Time, seven PM Pacific time, um, to check out what they're going to announce. So I guess we're gonna hear something. I don't know what.
0: Maybe officially boobash. It's currently not official. Wait, or on the calendar, yeah. Boogie that would Boogie be great. Bash, please. Where are our tickets? Oh, whoops, did I call it Boobash again? Is that Florida?
1: That's Florida, but that's another thing oh, that people don't know much about yet. <laughs> oh, right? that's so, true. Yeah, I
0: don't think they've announced that either. There we go.
1: And we don't know if we're going to get Boo Bash or Mickey's Not So Scary back. Like, who knows? Because Boo Bash was right. like the limited version of that, right? Because I want the
0: Oogie Boogie one because I didn't get to go to it. Oh, my
1: God. Oogie Boogie was amazing, and I'm really hoping that we can go together because what's better So than that?
0: it So it is halfway Halloween. It's It does seem too early to think about costumes, but... D23 is a bit closer in September, a little bit closer. Are you already in costuming, a costuming mindset or cosplay?
1: I, so I have been so bad, like, just recently. Usually I am super excited about costumes. I always try to pull off something very weird and obscure, and I, I'm just not, I'm just not into it right now. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I'm like in a funk for costumes. I don't know how, like, what's happening. (laughs) But I am going to um, uh, Star Wars Night, the After Dark uh, thing, Mm. next week for May the 4th. And, of course, I'm going to come up with a Star Wars costume, right? Because you can straight up cosplay at these things for the After Dark experience, which hardly you can ever wear a costume in the parks. So I want to take advantage. And I just cannot figure out a costume. And I don't know if it's because Star Wars is actually really hard to do a costume for unless you're just doing a normal character that everybody already knows, which I don't like doing. So I always push those out and I try to pick something unique. However, all the unique things are like aliens. Like it's really hard to do like, or else you just look like a regular person. So it's like actually really hard to figure out. So um, I have come up with a costume and I'm still receiving pieces in the mail. So I'm not sure if it's going to work yet, but I'm trying to be Empress Ray dark Ray, because I'm evil like that. So, we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> Wait, are you going to get the sharp teeth, though?
1: I... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just died a little bit. I bought, like, eight different options for the teeth, <laughs> and I'm not doing a single one of them. Like, there's no way. I, I try oh gluing god. them on. I can't eat if I do that. Like, I really want That would, like, seal the deal on the costume. And the other thing that seals the deal on the costume is her badass lightsaber that, like, like, how do you explain that? Like, what do you, how do you say That's that? Like it's like a on a hinge.
0: Hinge, it's right? like a yeah. dual
1: lightsaber and it folds, right? And I tried to find those online. The cheapest one I could find was around $400 and it looks like I bought it at Toys R Us or something. It's cheap oh looking, my gosh. not cool. The really badass ones that look legit is like $2,000 or $4,000 or something like that. And I'm obviously not going to do that. So I don't have the lightsaber. I don't have the teeth. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to wear all black and do my hair like Ray. Call it a day.
0: The teeth would be so cool. Also, with cosplay, you have to commit. You can't eat. Who cares? Too bad.
1: No, I don't. That's like half the fun of these events. I know we're going to eat. Eat through a
0: straw.
1: I'm like, can somebody chew up? My whatever and spit it in my mouth because <laughs> I can't chew with my crazy teeth on. They also all um, push your mouth out hella far and you can't like close oh, your lips naturally.
0: Yes. Whenever I'm I was a like, kid and I would wear the Dracula teeth because people would give them out in Halloween candy. I don't know why. And it would make you just start talking. like Yeah. Like I can't. Like, like I would only mouth.
1: put them in like. No, that's not even true. Because the ones I actually thought looked good enough to even bother with those ones you glue on, so I'd be stuck with them the whole night.
0: Oh, so like you yeah, can't those, take I've them never, in and out. They're individual in high school. Teeth. Hot Topic used to sell the vampire teeth, and some people would the goth kids would wear those. You glue them on. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Now I, I wonder how they did they eat? Alvin? No <laughs> have...
1: Oh, Alvin would totally wear those. <laughs> so yeah, oh, so gosh. I don't know. I I love dressing up and doing cosplay and. Um, Disney bound, but I just don't know what to do yet. And I haven't even started to think about D23. Have you?
0: I have not. And I haven't, I haven't um, cosplayed, I don't think before in my life ever, nor at D23. So my thing usually is like, do I have the cute, cutest t-shirts that I want to wear that match <laughs> some of the things that are going to be announced or that are like vintage, you know, like our favorite that we both wear. Uh, the Wizard of Bras. Like, making sure that I'm <laughs> stocked up on those type of shirts. Um, right. But I don't think I'm going to do cosplay. I don't know. I just get so uncomfortable when I have to um, be conscious of what I'm wearing. Like, I don't even like wearing suits or, like, tuxedos. Because of that, I get uncomfortable.
1: Right. Yeah, every cosplay I've ever done is, like, except for the holding the Doom buggy, but the actual thing I'm wearing is so comfortable. Like, how many times have you seen me in, like, some crazy gown or, like, pajamas basically like the old victorian yeah. like it's just like a sheet it's so comfortable that's but true. it now they, the part
0: now they think about it they do look comfortable they're so yeah. comfortable
1: i'm more comfortable than i would be in my jeans so there's that and but then I'll you could hide your um, disney bound you could I hide
0: think. your handgun underneath your skirt oh my god hanging around
1: to... my neck <laughs> with a bag of cookies in my with, pocket yeah that's it
0: with a celebration with star wars cosplay there are so many helmeted or masked or makeup full face characters that I'm thinking like for Halloween, you can't wear that in the park. So yeah, that's what the Star
1: Wars night, you can't do a lot of the costumes either. And I'm just like, I'm not that like you literally either. can't <laughs> be
0: the Mandalorian. If you're right.
1: To, no, not at all.
0: Or Boba Fett or whatever.
1: You can be Boba Fett because he takes his mask off now. See? Oh,
0: hold it. Like yeah. hold your helmet. <laughs> right. Just carry it. That's like when people do the cheating uh, Disney bound and they're holding the character's <laughs> But that one's psychic. not cheating
1: because he actually does yeah, it. <laughs> I'd be fine, okay with it. Fine, that's fair. <laughs>
0: uh, I do have a suggestion for your Ray lightsaber. Is okay. To go full on crafty so it doesn't look cheap. It looks purposeful. And what if you just used like two uh, rods like from Home Depot, like round sticks and painted it and you just they were always out. And... I, I wouldn't know how to construct the middle part. <laughs> well, I hinge, mean, if you're but... just
1: trying to get a dual-sided lightsaber, you could just get a Darth Maul one. But, like...
0: Right? Just something to indicate... Or just some long red stick with something in the middle. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I have, enough- I have the weekend to, like, dive in and figure my costume out, and that's it. So we'll figure it out. Right now, I'm just bringing a red light, regular lightsaber <laughs> just... Like the nice. Oh, okay. You're bringing
0: something. That's good. Yeah, I have my yeah, one. I made it at
1: Savi's, so I'm just gonna bring that with the red crystal in it. And, okay, but definitely oh, isn't her. Oh, you could put saber. the red
0: crystal in it. I didn't know that.
1: Oh yeah, the Kyber crystals you can switch out the colors. Mine right now is blue, but I'm gonna steal Jacob's red one and put it in mine, and now I have a red lightsaber.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like that's enough to get the point across. Yeah,
1: like if I have a lightsaber, I have raised hair, and I'm wearing all black, they'll be like, oh, I kind of get it.
0: <laughs> and they didn't show the weapon much in the movie. For all we know, it could actually um telescope inside and have only one lightsaber at, at yeah any point well it's inside. just you never like know. darth maul his his came all the way in and out
1: remember how like thin was. hers was too that it's like two and they look really skinny like yeah a fork, like a tuning fork like, yeah yes. exactly tuning yes. fork <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i should just bring that around
1: that'd be hilarious I'm trying to find oh that's a good a tuning- idea I should look up like soundtrack. fan comedy about it. See if anybody's making fun of it as something else. There you go. That's what I need. A little comedy in my life.
0: Okay. None of those are tuning fork <laughs> sounds, but I tried for you. Um, Yeah. So there is.
1: Yeah. I guess we would have to figure out Halloween too then on top of that for Oogie Boogie Bash. And oh my God, so many costumes. Like I'm getting stressed out. Let's change the subject.
0: <laughs> and we like to post stuff. So do we, it's harder to get away with wearing the same thing twice. Oh,
1: I know. Wearing the same I, costume I actually twice. I personally just don't like wearing the same thing twice unless there's a reason for it. Like, if there's something very specific that I just happen to have already done, I would do it again for that thing. But, like, yeah, I don't know.
0: I'll That's good, though. It's out. for your own It's for your own pride and joy, then. Right. Uh, can we also just talk about how weird – you know we were saying it's been less than a year since Disneyland's been open? Um, I'm thinking about like Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. It was such a strange, controversial thing that you dressed up as Genie Plus for Halloween last year, which feels like so long ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just found a stack of hundreds in my my closet when I was clearing things out, like spring cleaning. And I'm like, what the hell is this fake money? I'm like, oh, yeah, when I was Genie Plus.
0: Well, and the cast members, other fans who got it, they loved it. And the program was not even rolled out yet. That's so – we was, were so ahead of our time.
1: We right. were ahead of that time. See, that's the kind of stuff I like doing. And one thing to do for if you're trying to figure out costumes yourself, another fun thing to do is really think of the theme, right? So, like, for me, the another hard part I'm having with D23 is that it's celebrating 100 years of – the Disney company. So I'm like, okay, mm. I want to go back to, like, 1928 and figure out some costume from then. But then I'm <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Be Walt? Be a Biworks? Like, what am I going to do?
0: The uh, I think he tried it once, though, right? The With Agatha, but, like, go black and white? Like, that's Yeah, the black fine, and what white. What is the actual character?
1: I could be, like, the scruffy Mickey where he has all the teeth and, like, the messed up hair. <laughs> from playing oh, crazy. Oh, and then you could
0: reuse the Ray teeth if you ever found a good... No, that's there more like... Go. um. Brain, runaway Brain, the scary Mickey. Oh, maybe I'll Ooh. do
1: something from like Silly Symphonies or something. Like some old school Disney stuff. Okay, now my brain's kind of moving. This is good.
0: Ooh, need the skeletons, the dancing skeletons. <gasps> Those are cute. Can we please? And then Wait, we could have a to routine body soup, that we girl. do. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm thinking... That could either be very comfortable or very uncomfortable. I don't think I've worn <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it would be like comfortable physically and uncomfortable mentally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if we found like a pajama version. Oh, maybe? yeah, like
1: the onesies. Yeah. That's a good cheat. I like and that. And then
0: we'll have a whole TikTok routine ready.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, right. I already know the whole dance. Let's do this.
0: Oh, we need we two more people. only four of us. <laughs> da da da, da, da. alright So, okay, that's Costume Brain. And uh, I... I am still in like Disneyland brain too, and every time I see a new Main Street Electrical Parade Instagram of like food, snacks, beverages, merchandise, popcorn buckets, like, can we just agree? Like they're nailing it right now with these. They're things. They're killing it. Yeah, yep. killing it. And There's it's been one a while. thing
1: though that I'm going to pick at that I know you like because I saw you okay. posted on okay. our Instagram. I you know me I'm a stickler I'm like a purist and they have this light bulb that's a drink oh yeah and the only reason I like it is because it's a regular light bulb and that does not exist in the mainstream Electrical Parade <laughs> it looks like one you'd use in your household lights so I'm like yeah what it's a regular
0: this? like wattage light bulb but it's, it's cute. not a
1: it's still cute because it is all about lights right and like you can't make a drink out of an electrical mainstream Electrical Parade light it's like the size of a Christmas light is, like, super different. Maybe tiny, that's so. it.
0: Maybe they should have done collectible shot glasses at Trader Sam's. There you go. That would be. You know, if you just hire anymore. us, Disney, we have the good ideas. Oh, my right God.
1: Here. What if they – oh, my God. Stop. What if they made a drink that, like, had lights on the cup? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. little itty-bitty. A,
0: t- oh my God. a tiki tiki eyes version of one of the floats. Oh, that would be Oh, my be
1: God. Cute. Or they can make, like, clear holes. Like, not actual holes, but, like, clear pieces on the mug. And so you put one of those glow cubes in it, and then it sh- –
0: Oh, it would be coming out like lasers.
1: So cool. Oh my god. Higher S uh, that you. is
0: another uh, thing you bring up the, the lighting. Because of all of these new Main Street things, including the Jack Skellington popcorn bucket for halfway to Halloween, they're they're using a lot of these glow things and you know we had talked about BTS <laughs> a while back when I went oh, to the yeah. concert and how they have the synchronized glowing if they thought this through, they should have just kept making all kinds of merchandise that has that technology in it. Yes. Then it doesn't matter which one you're holding up, you'll have it. Uh, but I think they're just using those ice cubes right now, which, whatever.
1: That, you know, that light, those like actual ones from BTS that are just like the balls, right? Wasn't it just like yeah. a white ball? That would be uh-huh. perfect for Major yeah. electrical Parade Watchers. Stop.
0: Yes. It would have been. I oh, no, I'm sorry. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. But yeah, I think. I think they're doing a great job with no, all the yeah, stuff that's coming out. So,
1: so cute. Did you ever see the brownie I was raving about? It has like the crushed...
0: What was, was it colored stuff on it? Yeah, it
1: has like crushed rock yeah. candy of all different colors. So it looks like gems and a little mine cart. That's so cute. cute. Um, but I did want to say one more thing about the light bulb. I had an idea and I was so excited to go to Disney on next week and get this, take it home, be the first to do it because I like... To have ideas on my own. (laughs) And then Adventures and DIY, shout out, girl. She posted someone else's TikTok, I think it was. I can't remember exactly if it was TikTok or real. Um, And somebody already did it. They had the same idea. And so I'm like, dang it. I was going to take one of those light bulbs, paint it half red, and rebrand it to be the refreshment
0: (laughs) corner. Now, let me ask you, are those those type of light bulbs? Would that make even more...
1: Actually, no. They're still not because they're very round.
0: They're oh, more like those, okay. you
1: know, those string lights. How they're like, like an exact circle. Oh, almost. yeah. They're more like that. Um, no, actually, no. They're not. They're somewhere in between. Even picture they're that. not. They're kind they're of like regular the ones right? that you see around a movie poster or something.
0: Oh, so they're, okay. They're a little yes, different, but
1: much more close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody did that. I thought that was very cute. I'm glad that. Uh, Also, I probably would have never done it. It would have just been in my head forever and then just faded away. So I'm glad somebody actually did
0: it. I was going to say, are you still going to do it?
1: (laughs) Probably not.
0: Yeah, you wanted to be the first. I Wanted to be the first. I wanted to be the
1: first. Now it's over. Excitement's over. But somebody did it and it's very cute. Now I kind of want one and I'll buy it if they make more.
0: (laughs) Excitement is looming. I am here to talk about all the Marvel stuff. Get y'all up to date. Ask Jen a bunch of questions about what she thinks of all this stuff. Ask her if she knows all these thousands of characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that are coming to all of us fans. There's so much that I thought I would make a short list or a medium-sized list and run through them. What do you think?
1: Okay, I probably won't know most of them, so be prepared.
0: So let's start with the non-movie stuff real quick. So Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind... Is opening next month in May. Very exciting. There's all these different types of previews, so we're probably going to see a lot of spoilers uh, before it actually opens on May 28th. Uh, But just a heads up, that's going to be out there. I'm excited. I keep going back and forth about whether or not I have FOMO about not being there in the first month, and I'm back to having FOMO. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, it's because you were bruised a little bit by not getting like into the preview because it was super hard to get in and you did not get in. I can understand that. then it's like back down, like I don't want to go. And then you get over it and then you're like, shit, I want to (laughs) go.
0: Yeah, I'm hearing people get hyped up and I'm already reading. This is not really a spoiler. This is a good thing that it's an awesome ride. Like people who have been on it are saying like this is, you know, this happens anytime there's something new, granted, but they're saying this is now going to be if not the best ride at Disney World. Um, which is like when really? Rise of the Resistance came out, remember, we were all saying that too. So that's hard to compete with. So that means with, it outdoes Rise there. of the
1: Resistance because that's also at Disney World.
0: Right, yeah. And that's one of those ones that I thought mm. took the crown jewel. So so maybe like it'll land in like the top three. We'll have to see for ourselves. But that's, that's a good sign seeing that people enjoy it. That's good. Guardians. It's like looking up
1: uh, Rotten Tomatoes or something. About Disney yeah, like all right, <laughs> things
0: are things are going good. Um, another thing is, I had mentioned to you when I went on the Disney cruise, my mom brought a keepsake that I've had for a long time. It's this orange binder full of Marvel comic cards, uh, first edition. And what those are is each card represents a character, and it has really cool artwork. But then the back tells you all these statistics of them, everything from like their height, their weight, their magic, their superpowers the teams that they've been in, if they've been heroes and or villains at one point, um, whether it's a variant or not, or, or the original character. And there's over 100, I believe. So I am planning on creating either TikToks or Reels. I know we, we never know like where to put our content these days, but I want to create one for each <laughs> card um, and you know take like a year to do it because it'll take me a while if I just do like one card every now and then. But I'm excited about that, particularly because um, we are now seeing these obscure characters come to the screen, and most of them, I do know of. I don't know enough about, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember that card. What they're making a movie about this weird ass. Oh, that's so, cool. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting exciting.
1: Wait, and- so do you have the orange book in your? Like with you now instead of at your yeah. mom's? Oh, cute. Yes, I do. I see you looking over at it. You got to show me now. I want to see this. Yeah. Oh, there's I little stickers it. on it. And
0: what's, <laughs> what's cute about it is you could see at the top. Oops. So I'll describe it for the listeners. At the top, it has my sister's name on it. So this was her sticker book. And she's uh. my older sister. She's like five or six years older. So when I started collecting these cards at probably like nine or ten she gave me her sticker book as a as a young teen and she probably loved it. She gave it to me to use and Aww. I repurposed it and have all the cards in here. Wow. Including some doubles. And every Ooh, now and then I look like, look like on eBay and stuff. These are these are worth things, but I would never sell it. Um but yeah, so Ooh, I am excited so to go relive those comic cards and talk about each character. Yeah, and that'd and be see how we've fun. seen them come to life if we've had. So um, one of them is something I know you want to talk about on Disney Plus.
1: Oh yes, so <laughs> Moon Knight is out on Disney Plus. If you guys are all following, I think we are on this week. Is episode five right?
0: Yes, I believe so. The yesterday, penult- episode five penultimate came Penultimate episode.
1: Yes. However, I haven't watched it yet. I've only watched up to four. Are you up to date?
0: I'm. I'm. I'm, like, I'm also up to episode four.
1: Okay, great. So, let's talk about it for a second. So, everybody, if you haven't seen Moon Knight, just skip forward a little bit <laughs> if you don't want the spoilers, but we'll keep it really mild. Um, yes. But, yeah. So, I guess we should start off with the story of Moon Knight. How can we say this without being spoilery?
0: Um, I, I think it's fair, too, because we haven't seen today's episode, so... Not too spoilery, but I think one major part of the story that's been talked about even before it came on was was this focus on a regular person who has a mental illness. In this case, dissociative personality disorder, which is completely separate from the supernatural or superpowered aspects of the story. So I thought that's cool that the character they're starting out with that gets into the hijinks is already... Complex and entertaining, right? By by default,
1: I also like the blend of real life issues with superheroes, like they've been doing recently. Like Wanda is another great case of that, right? She's very, um, it's like very psychological, like fed or whatever psychologically fed into her uh, superhero capabilities. Um, But yeah, so I guess Moon Knight, and I don't know how to put this into words, but it's well, first of all, actually, how are you feeling about it so far before we get into all that?
0: Um, I'm really liking it. I think what, what I've been hung up on with Disney Plus and some other streaming services now is this whole weekly release thing. I think it works sometimes, and I think sometimes it's, it does a disservice. For example, if I watched the four, first four episodes of Moon Knight up until the, the big reveal sort of reveal if it is a reveal i think i would have enjoyed that all in one sitting all four waiting four weeks to get that story across was a little bit frustrating because some episodes didn't add too much they were kind of like fillers or there was a lot of filler so i love, i like where the story's going i really like the i've, I've always loved um Ancient mythology is probably one of the things that excited me most like in history class that I actually paid attention to, right? Greek, Roman, Egyptian. And what's really cool story-wise is the MCU is starting to bring all those together. And I'll talk about that more in a little bit. But I really, really like the Egyptian mythology tie-in. And they seem to be taking it as seriously and literal as possible to make sure it uh, is respectful, I believe. Right. But I do like that aspect, too. What are your thoughts so far on the show?
1: Um, well, so first of all, I saw a TikTok. I should have sent this to you. I wonder if I saved it. But there is somebody who said, like, they're showing Moon Knight. And, like, who else is reliving their childhood, like, ancient Egypt fantasies right now? <laughs> like all of us. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I love obsession. it.
0: <laughs> like, how much did you want to see those things in live action when they would show you, like, Horace and these people right. with animal heads and stuff? So cool. So cool.
1: Um, so I am... I'm, like, pr- kind of in the middle. I'm not super excited about it. I feel it's, like, blending too much into stuff we've already seen. Like, like The Mummy and, like, you know, different franchises like that. Like, I kind of feel like I've already seen some Indiana of this before. Indiana Jones a
0: little bit. What do you say? Tomb Raider, yeah. Like, Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider. Exactly, kind of yeah. Stuff,
1: yeah. It just kind of feels like we've already been there, done that. And then there's other aspects of it that are just weird, like uh, it has a little bit of venom in it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, some things I'm just like not vibing with and I'm waiting to get there. However, I think this is it only six episodes?
0: Yeah. So, so this episode that aired, aired today, season. Wednesday, is the second to last. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I'm not sure it's going to do it for me. Um, unfortunately, but I was very excited about it coming out because I do like this, the same exact reasons that you like it. I just wish it was standing out to me a little bit more um, similar to previous Marvel releases. It's just not really, I don't know, not I, I get I find myself like kind of bored.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, I think one of the things that like let's say it's let's say some people don't think it's a great show. I think one of the things that at least helps save it is the acting. At least I'm impressed. Totally. With, with everyone. Oscar Isaac, and he's he's now playing maybe three or four characters. We're going to find out if there's more personalities. Um, but wow. And he made up that like British Cockney accent, he said, on his own. It wasn't in the script. He just thought that that, that guy, Stephen, with a V... Is it with a B V or P H? Whatever, <laughs> Doctor Strange is not because he made a point to say it at some point. Uh, but yeah, Stephen's character is like so funny, and he said he really created that on his own.
1: That is interesting. Um, I mean, he's based in London, right? Did would that come yeah. later, or was that that was probably already part of
0: it? No, it, even more interesting in the comics, comic accurate, uh, Stephen is more like Bruce Wayne. Um, and Moon Knight was a lot more like Batman, uh, minus the dissociative disorder and the <laughs> Egyptian tie-in. But they even added the Egyptian stuff like later in the series. So he was a lot more like ba- Batman, and he was a millionaire. Steven was oh a millionaire playboy. Okay. Yeah, And then they wanted to make sure it was different, so they completely flipped it. Yeah, I'm remembering commoner. this all
1: now. Like, Jacob knew all about Moon Knight and was telling me that he's going to be like, just like the marvel version of batman and now i forgot about that and he's not at all like i don't feel yeah, right. batman vibes whatsoever in this show
2: yeah
1: which is actually good i was kind of like oh okay i guess we're just all copying each other still but <laughs> this one does feel different which is good um but yeah and in his costume is i think that was kind of where i first saw was like oh that looks like batman but again now that i see it in action i don't really think it does look like anything like batman I mean, it's white, right?
0: Yeah. So it, and it has, it's very mummy-esque. Once you start seeing it more, yeah, often. Like, yeah. I've that I've never seen in a movie. Like that's pretty cool to see the uh, like mummy wrapping mixed with a superhero cape and mask and right. It just, it's very cool. The other great acting I gotta say is from our generation, Ethan Hawke. Like, look at him coming <laughs> yeah. back and being he he's serving me like a. Thrawn from Star Wars where he's so composed yet Mm -hmm. evil and you're not sure like if you're scared of him or not like what do you think of Ethan Hawke's character and acting
1: oh he I mean he's exactly what he is he's a cult leader he's making me want to call my dad (laughs) call your dad you're in a cult (laughs) like that is the vibes he's giving me totally creepy and manipulative like super manipulative which is often also part of that characteristic right um but yeah, I know he's doing a phenomenal job. I think even the I don't know who she is, I'm not sure if she's a famous actress, but the um the main girl Oh like the partner love yeah. interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah, she's I'm not been familiar much
0: other with things, her, but she's fantastic.
1: Either. Like just everybody. really good. You're you're right. Yeah, you nailed it on the acting. I do like the acting.
0: So yeah, I feel like everyone is in it to take it seriously and have fun at the same time and and everyone seems pretty committed, right. um, including I saw some interviews of the director and he's Egyptian. Um, so it's also cool to see them bring representation in at the director level to make sure everything is kosher, uh, so is to cool. speak. Um, and what else about the special effects? I know the first was it the first episode. It rubbed you a weird way. Does it, has it gotten any better for you special it's effects?
1: definitely gotten better i haven't really noticed anything else um i think there was one moment where i was like cheesy like i'll say it out loud because <laughs> i just <laughs> yeah. really would rather have less special effects than special effects that aren't done well and you know me i know general public and like majority high majority like certain types of things I just don't like like pop True. outs and okay. scary movies. I just like, that's a cheap thrill. I don't care for it. I like, I want to feel gross. I don't want to just be scared. I want to like have a, something that's going to take home with me. Like that's the kind of scare I like. Um, and we've had a few pop outs in this show. Um, however, the very first episode though was the only one where I really was bothered by it. Uh, it was just that scene, which is really cool. Because I do like the fumbling superhero. I like the superhero finding their way. Like, they just learned that they're a superhero and, like, they're a mess. And it's kind of cool to see that. And they do this in this show as well. Um, And the scene where they were in a car chase um, was definitely going back and forth between fumbling superhero and car chasing and all this crazy stuff going on. But there were some effects during that part that were so bad. Like... (laughs) Yeah. I like couldn't even handle it. It, it was it. so bad. So, and that was my the kickoff, right? So I'm like, ah, that was like the big epic scene. And I was just so frustrated by the end of it. I'm like, this is terrible. But it, it revived itself after that. For me, it's okay. It's just at a medium now. Yeah, it's like kind
0: of you kind of just like uh, lean into it, and it's just part of the <laughs> yeah, the I'm way like, the show goes. Fine, I'll let it go. I'll um, keep trying. <laughs> and the genres keep changing. Like it, it had gone from this action heist car chase thing and now we're like in egypt in the pyramids and it it does feel like tomb raider which then means it's a whole different type of type of special effect i would say the only one that does bother me admittedly is the uh i think they're called jackals they're the like the evil animals that one of the gods keeps sending to attack them yeah. Every now and then. It just looks... Anytime there's a CG thing like that in any movie... It happens in Avengers a lot, too, with the space aliens. I'm always like, uh, it looks like a video game. Yeah. So... But, you know, the story is is what it like is. the so 90s it was, it was are fun. calling.
1: They want their CGI back.
0: Yeah. Like, just take the extra effort and put on some prosthetics because they've done it before.
1: Right. Yeah. Things. I mean, we've yeah. seen phenomenal CGI and, and half and half, 50-50 work. Like, yeah. can we do that or just not at all? Or figure something else out? I don't know. But just the, when it looks bad, it, it just looks bad. And it's,
2: it
0: kind of ruins it. You know what looks very cool? What? Is, number one, when he's in the Moon Knight full form, his cape, it's it's even cooler than Doctor Strange's. Like It
1: is very cool. It,
0: right? Just the way he whips it around, it looks so, like, badass.
1: It's cool. And what is it in the shape of?
0: Oh, my God. I don't know that. What? A moon oh <laughs>
1: like a crescent moon isn't it supposed to be that
0: <laughs> i don't know Am I making I it thought, up
1: because it, like, it like when it lays flat it has points right so it looks like a crescent oh yeah that makes moon.
0: sense yeah every time he flips it yeah <laughs> and then I you assume. can even see it at um avengers campus uh, <sighs> anytime i see people post it i'm like oh my god that's so badass with his li- his eyes lit up in the, nar- in yep. the dark."
2: yep
1: And again, at Avengers Campus, they have had the costumes following the costumes in the show, which is just so cool. Like the day of, if he has upgraded his costume in any fashion, they have also upgraded it there. And I think we've seen three different renditions of his costume now, right? There's two where he's like in the suit and then one in like the full cape suit, like two in like the regular... Well, Mr.
0: Knight, Mr. Knight, which is Steven using the Egyptian power is so cool it's such a cool outfit and it's hilarious it's like that's invisible man with a suit on yeah it does look uncomfortable <laughs> it's like a full on it's like formal wear but i just love that and the fact that you said they brought it to avengers campus that's like that's so deep cut it's like the zombie captain america when they brought him like wow yeah that's awesome
1: bravo to that i love these yeah. quick updates in the parks it's so fun to see very
0: cool So we'll find out more about Moon Knight. There's two episodes left. We were left with a really cool possible major reveal or a sleight of hand misdirection. But, you know, maybe at the end of the series, we'll come back and we'll talk about it.
1: Yeah, we'll have a wrap up maybe. See, it's only a couple weeks away, which is or one week away, essentially. But after the episode, oh, my gosh. So soon. (sighs) Yikes. Um, Well, another thing that's coming soon, speaking of, on May the 6th. Be with you. Just kidding. Um, Doctor Strange and the (laughs) Multiverse of Madness is coming out. Uh, Are you excited? Do you have tickets? What's going on?
0: I have tickets. I'm very excited. I have tickets for the Thursday uh, opening at Alamo, which is, you know, my favorite spot to watch it. They'll probably show some really cool things to get me caught up with Doctor Strange and hopefully have a um, merchandise tie in. They haven't brought these back since covid but for every marvel and disney release they've been doing these collectible glasses and i have a cabinet full of them (laughs) and i would love to get a new one especially doctor strange it might look really cool they're usually done by that artist mondo and oh um, really yeah he does tiki mugs too yeah they sell all his tiki mugs they like they'll have the movie ones like gremlins and all that So they have a whole wall of it it's really really cool did you guys get your tickets?
1: We did. The morning they came out, it was funny because I remember I texted you about it, and then I think you had already posted on our Instagram, but I hadn't seen it, so I was like, "Oh, he already knows. Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Just FYI," because I had forgotten, and Jacob woke me up to him getting the ticket. So we're we're good. We're going on Thursday as well, May
0: sixth, and
1: I am um, actually flying home and going straight to the movie theater. Like with my luggage to go see Dr. Strange.
0: Oh my gosh, that is a committed Disney-holic. If I had committed. not canceled Paris, I would have been leaving the next day to the Art of Marvel Hotel, oh, which I thought would have been Oh cool. no, FOMO. <laughs> FOMO. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a big one. I, I've It's getting so close that I've just stopped watching anything about it, any trailers, anything. I'd just rather wait. Um. Yeah, but Another isn't there thing
1: something I... that people should watch?
0: Yes, several and... things. So um, before I share completely recommended watching, may- maybe I should just call it required watching. Before that, I think it's good for us <laughs> to think about the original release plan of these movies and TV shows before COVID threw a wrench in everything. Because the fans and myself are trying to figure out from a Marvel Comics and Marvel Story... Like, did they have to change things because of COVID? The most uh, important one was WandaVision was never intended to be the first Disney Plus Marvel series. It was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier Mm. to, like, ease us into it. And then it was supposed to get real weird and start building up phase four, five, and six of all the weird stuff, cosmic, multiverse, time variants. and so it was supposed to go to WandaVision and then after WandaVision uh, after that season it was supposed to go straight into Doctor Strange multi- Multiverse of Madness uh, which would have made more sense you would have went straight to Scarlet Witch and then you would see her it's literally, yeah. like, starting from where we left That's off. That's a good if you point. Trailer, I kind of
1: right? would have liked that, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been, like, over a year, I think, since yeah. the conclusion of Wanda She feels Vision. like a
1: distant friend at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was the originally original way they had slated this. Um, and also things like introducing Kang the Conqueror and Loki before Multiverse of Madness. And he's very much a part of that type of stuff in the comics. Uh, there's all that just fun questions and theories like did they have to reshoot did they have to change the script around uh, based on how the order of events are happening so very excited to see what happens in Doctor Strange because at this point a lot of it's up in the air but it's supposed to set up just like the uh, the, conclu- the big epic conclusions to all of these multiverse time things that we've been dealing with which is like this this phases version I guess of like the Thanos conflict this version is like this multiverse nonsense variant. Mm-hmm. Like, everything just screwing everything up. Um, so, very excited. In order to prep for this, there are two required viewings. Uh, first, the easiest way to do this is just finish the What If series. So, if you or anyone listening hasn't finished the animated What If series, I promise you the commitment is worth it. It's it's full-on MCU. It's not – it doesn't feel like um, a separate cartoon like the Spider-Man cartoons or – it doesn't even feel like how Clone Wars and Rebels – I know I'll probably get heat for that. But even that feels separate to me. <laughs> like you can enjoy Star, enjoy Star Wars without seeing Rebels. It just makes it better. But this is like pretty canon stuff that I think is going to pay off for you if you can watch it before Doctor Strange and then before Thor Love and Thunder. So Thor Love and Thunder, the Thor sequel – comes out July eighth, which is not that far after Doctor Strange, so it's the next MCU big movie. Uh, but there are there are things that happen that are actually very cool, funny, and entertaining in the What If uh, series that um, give you more insight into Thor's um, just sort of his mindset and what it's like to be someone who's lived as a god for thousands of years and are having, like, a midlife crisis. Like, I don't need to do this anymore. I've already, like, saved the universe. My planet's destroyed. And it gets you to think, like, what does someone like that, who need, who wants to also, like, relive their youth right now? I think of a lot about it as um, I know a lot of, like, gay men who come out late in life for whatever reason, and they're, like, living their 20s at like age 40 and so thor (laughs) is like in that situation both in one of the what if episodes and it seems like in thor love and thunder so definitely think you should watch that it also helps you reconnect with um natalie portman's character who's playing a big role in the new thor love and thunder as the new thor which we've seen they release so crazy gosh i'm very excited about that one thor love and thunder directed by taika watiti which is really Ugh, cool. i
1: love him so much i just watched free guy and i didn't even know he was in it and he was a character and i just love him i just love so him fun he's so yeah he's fun
0: like i want to hang out with him right
1: yeah like his instagram he feels like real like i want to hang out i like totally want to be friends with yeah. him
0: yeah and he's definitely <laughs> one of those people who grew up as a movie fan and got is now a filmmaker and you see it come through right yeah in his movies
1: oh that's so cute
0: yeah, so definitely check out What If? It's on Disney Plus streaming. Hopefully before May six, and then by July eighth. Uh, I also talked earlier about the god mythology of the Marvel, the Marvel comics and real life. It's like a hybrid of what actually happened on our real Earth and our legends and mythology from different backgrounds and different civilizations, Greek, Roman, and Egyptian specifically, are now all completely tied into the MCU. So the comic books have always had these ties, but now we're all we're seeing them all together, almost like an Avengers of gods. And so we have the Egyptians, which we've been seeing in Moon Knight, and the Egyptians have seemingly been controlling civilizations by like nudging where they want them to go, whether it's technology or politics. They've always been around, and they just take different forms over time. And we also have the Greeks, which um, we saw Athena in. Eternals, we saw like the almost like variants, if you will, of Greek gods in the forms of eternal. Eternals, I was going to bring up we, Eternals,
1: like that's what that yeah. felt to me when you're bringing up this, yeah.
0: Yeah, and they're like ultimate god people. Even who they casted, like Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek, they're like they're like different than the rest. They're almost like a little too good for the other <laughs> right, stuff, right? Right. <laughs> but it 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 fit what they're trying to do, um, and even the story was so epic that I. Couldn't connect to the Eternals because it was so epic and godlike. And so there's that. And then uh, Roman. Oh, no, Norse. Norse is the first one we were introduced to. So the Norse god mythology was from the beginning of the MCU in the early 2000s with Thor. We got to meet Thor, Mm. Odin, Loki, and get introduced to the Rainbow Bridge. All of that stuff um, is from Norse mythology that Marvel adapted into their superhero Um, storyline so I just think that's so cool how they're all intertwined and now we're all seeing that we're seeing them all come together separately and and sort of weaving into each other because what's going to happen my my initial theory is is this is that all of these people or beings are only gods based on your perspective technically they're all aliens and sometimes they're called aliens Thor and all of them, they just live on this other planet that had more resources. they were ahead of time. Um, but it was just a regular planet and everything that they did was explainable. And they were gods because they lived long and they would come literally to Earth and influence how we do things and make us worship them. So they turn themselves into gods in a way. And this is a pattern that we've seen with both the villains and the superheroes that are deemed gods. Now, the Thor love and thunder movie the big villain in that um he's a god killer like that's literally his character and he's going to be played by uh christian bale which is really cool that they got him and so we got batman in this now and he's going to play uh the villain and his thing is he has hatred for beings who pose as gods and so it's going to be one of those things where, is he evil? I don't know. Is Does he have a point? I don't know. He's just like so a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And he's like trying to keep things in balance and not letting the people in power control everybody and trick them. Like, hello, this is getting kind of interesting. So um, we're going to see those storylines, I think, come to a head over the next couple of years, which is going to be really cool. And seeing how all of those sort of cosmic beings who – who label themselves as God to earth people, how are they all going to interact? They all wow. have their own different agendas. They've been, they have their own little areas. I don't know. I think that's exciting. What do you think? mythology? It's
1: almost a little creepy. It feels like almost too real. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, we're talking about all the psychology stuff that's starting to build into the Marvel universe. And then now all of these like gods, even though it's mythology, it still feels like it was real world stuff in comparison yeah. to superheroes. And I'm like, in the collider reopening, I'm just good. There's too much. <laughs> it's too much. I feel the like Hadron they have collider. a purpose now that I don't know about yet.
0: <laughs> the Hadron Collider in real life 100% looks like some sort of MCU plot line. <laughs> yes. Like that the the Nazis and uh, like, uh, what are they called? Skull? Not skull. Red Skull. Hydra. It seems like a Hydra tool that they're building. Oh, I was the thinking
1: Stark 100%. Doesn't it look just like the Oh, thing it Man? could be
0: either. <laughs> yeah. Probably both. You know, the technology gets into the wrong hands type of thing. That's how it Like happens. a bunch
1: of Greek gods and Egyptian... <laughs> like, what? It's so scary. This is what's going to happen. It it's seems just real, real they, stuff.
0: They've done such a good job both in the comic books and now adapting it in the MCU that it's all plausible to me that it would make sense that a cosmic being... <laughs> who it was more intelligent than us would be perceived as something to worship and a God that brought us things that never existed before. Um, a lot of, that's what a lot of what eternal
1: conspiracy is about theorists.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope people keep it fun and lighthearted yeah. and they don't get too serious about it. Um, uh, but it out. is fun. Like you said, the, the TikTok that you saw, like we're just reliving these like fun mythologies come to life and then <laughs> right. combining it with superheroes. That's pretty awesome. Um, Okay, other things going on in the Marvel Universe that we're hoping to see, and especially we're hoping to find out more in a few months at D23 Expo, which is (laughs) where do the X-Men come in? Uh, X-Men. We want to see the X-Men. They are now back in the MCU's um, inventory of intellectual property. It's been quite a while, over five years, I think. We've been waiting for some information on how we're going to see them. And they keep,
1: like, baiting us, too, right? Like kind ralph of a, kid boner, in a kid. yes ultimate, like what
0: <laughs> the ultimate Crazy. bait and switch that was totally ralph boner uh who was playing i was gonna call him silver fox i almost said
1: switchblade pl- so i'm even further off
0: <laughs> he was playing wanda's brother in wandavision but turns out i almost was, had it, it red herring
1: swift something no i don't know anyways quicksilver quicksilver there it is. it is
0: quicksilver yeah quicksilver um who we have seen in the x-men movies the fox x-men movies so that's That's where we are right now is what happens to the full Fox X-Men verse that they've built. And that was like the that was before the MCU. I remember me and then our mutual friend d Wild Danielle, shout out, um, (laughs) were really, really into the X-Men movies when they came out and and the comic books and trying to figure out like how they're going to do Rogue and Wolverine. A lot of it was because her boyfriend at the time looked like Wolverine and he was also into Marvel and I think that's how she jumped on the train which is fine. I'm happy if anybody comes on the train. Um, but yeah, I thought X-Men 1 and 2 were really good and then it got it went a little off the rails and I stopped getting interest being interested. What was your connection to those X-Men movies, the Fox ones?
1: I didn't have much of a connection at all. I I really have only gotten super into anything superhero related since dating Jacob, so 10 years. Um, before that it was like fun entertainment but I didn't go any deeper than that like I'd see them all I'd go to the theaters and see the movies and then I would just go home and it would be over (laughs) so
0: that's really interesting because there there must be a large group of MCU fans that don't have this strange like uh, conflict with what do we do with the old x-men verse maybe it's only the, the the comic book people
1: yeah, uh, I mean, one. I or get the... excited for any type of fan service. So when they were like baiting that they're going to bring in the X Men, I was real excited, even though I didn't have a huge attachment to them like back then. I did like the more recent X Men films, though, like with uh, Xavier and stuff like that. I don't know if those were also from back then. See, I don't know. Yeah, what
0: yeah. About. It, it was the same characters <laughs> the whole time. Uh, they've just done some things like uh, they changed the timeline at one point. So then we got to see a bunch of younger ass- actors cast. Yeah, Um, as those those same characters, and then they did do a good job with um, I think it was called Days of Future Past, where they did pull an an MCU type of thing. They connected both franchises, so now Mm. they were talking to each other in their younger selves, which was then changing the future. Whatever that was called. Yeah, I think (laughs) they did a good job there um, on that. I never loved Halle Berry as Storm, though. I think that was always a thorn in my side. Even with X Men One, which I loved, they. They didn't do Storm Justice. She was one of my favorite comic book cards. Like, I didn't even read the comic. She has three cards in there, I think. She has the Mohawk one, which I thought was just so badass as a kid. And then her, (laughs) like, major goddess one. She's also a god. That's funny. She's also a goddess in in the Africa and over in the Wakanda mythology. And I don't think one in real life, though. But in the MCU, she was worshipped as a god. So anyways... Disney Plus is actually getting an X-Men animated series, which was another thing I did grow up with, I gotta admit. So it was the comic cards and the 90s X-Men animated series, which was on Fox Saturday mornings. Obsessed with those. And that's where (laughs) I learned a lot about those characters' storylines, which they brought into the movies and things like that. Did you watch that?
1: No. I watched like My Little Pony and Strawberry Shortcake. (laughs)
0: I guess that's why I call myself Mike TV, because I watched all of those, including what you watched. I don't (laughs) think anyone could peel me away from the TV as a kid. Um, So, but yeah, those were really well done. Animated. I I say animated instead of cartoons, because even as a kid, they felt more grown up. These were themes about, like, um, Jubilee running away from home. These were themes about mutants as teenagers not feeling like they belong. And so there was always this theme that helped underrepresented groups feel extra connected to these uh, characters. Oh, and cool. that was there even in these kids' cartoons. So,
1: And you mentioned it felt more adult. I think that's actually probably why I didn't watch them because my mother was very strict. Oh, in fact, she got rid of MTV uh, as soon as Beavis and Butthead came out. I was no longer whoops. allowed to do that. So I bet you she kept me on like the non-violent ones or action ones. She just like, yes, here, that watch makes if there, was a, there you go.
0: If there was internet back then, it would probably be in some mom's group that says, be be warned (laughs) about the content here. Um, And so what Disney Plus is doing or what Disney Animation is doing with Marvel Animation is they're continuing the storyline – from the very last season of X-Men in 1997. So they're calling this X-Men 97, same exact old school animation style, and it's going to continue that. It's uh, not supposed to be part of the MCU. It's just still its own thing, but very cool. So there's that like nostalgia fan service, and maybe they'll drop some hints about how this comes into the MCU. I don't know. It's supposed to be separate, but that show is coming out on Disney Plus next year. Um, So if you're a fan of the animated series, you want to check that out. It's called X-Men 97. But back to the movies, with Disney and Marvel now owning everything, I wanted to see who we would, like, fan cast as some of the mutants, if we had say. I know there's so many, but are there anyone in particular that come to mind? Have you heard anything about, like, Wolverine? Do you want anyone to be Wolverine?
1: I can't see anyone else is Wolverine then who
0: He really yeah, yeah. he really became Wolverine. Hugh
1: Jackman, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, Hugh tripping? Jackman. Okay.
1: Yeah, no, he is literally Wolverine in my eyes. Like I I don't even see anybody else as him. So it almost would feel off putting if it was somebody different. Um but let me see. I mean there's a bunch of other characters that you can recast though, right? Like I think almost all the other ones except for Wolverine. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The funny thing is, too, is, you know, fans are, especially comic book fans, don't like things that are changed. And when X-Men first came out and was casted as Hugh Jackman, I will say I was not one of those people. I was going with the flow. And... I thought this guy is Wolverine. I was like, they found Wolverine. It's Hugh Jackman. But Hugh Jackman is actually very tall. I, I want to say six foot or something. Wolverine, his character has always been five foot three, and he's supposed what? to be like little he's and like, like an animal height. that can oh. creep around. Yeah. <laughs> so How when cute. the first X Men came out, there were <laughs> fans that are our age at that time. They're they're probably in their thirties, forties. That were probably so upset. Yeah. About this so casting annoyed.
1: Like they did it, it wrong. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: He's Supposed to be very like uh, thick wrestler short guy. I'm reading here that he's supposed to weigh 300 pounds at five foot three. And oh, be wow! Full muscle and adamantium skeleton. So, um, so that's a question is are they gonna go now true to the origins, which will make it look very different and perhaps off putting to people who were used to like you, Jacqueline? Me, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it seems very <laughs> weird. I'm just thinking um, the about one, that. Like,
1: if Me speaking straight from my experience, I never did comics, I never grew up with comics, and I would never have expected Wolverine to be a short, stocky guy ever. So, if all of a sudden the new Wolverine is this five foot three, super ripped dude, I'd be like, What the hell is going on? (laughs) Like, I would never be like 100% bought in, I would just be like, Why did they like why? I'd be so stuck on it.
0: That's hilarious. It is very weird, and when I start doing that TikTok series and showing some of these comic cards, they have a they have a card dedicated to each team or group or variant of every group, like X Men nineteen ninety three X Men ninety six, and most of the group pictures he's in, he's so like tiny and like crouched down, and I never Aww. really thought about it until now when people are fan casting, <laughs> it's coming up a lot, and I was like, oh yeah, he was little. Um, one fan casting actor that keeps coming up. Daniel Radcliffe
1: for
0: for Wolverine. Oh,
1: so we're for going Wolverine? from Harry Potter. Why? Harry
0: Potter is a kid to an He's adult like, Wolverine. He's so scrawny. I thought it was weird too. And then, there, you know, they start putting pictures out of him with the mutton chops. And then he actually grew up mutton chops for some other role. And I'm starting to see it because if they can bulk people up, they've done it. They've done it to like. Kumal Nanjari on Eternals, like scrawny Indian guy or Pakistani guy. And now he's he's like super buff. They might be able to do something. He he was weird as a choice, but now I'm like kinda into it. So <laughs> putting that out there. Another one that um is not the right height, but I actually think would be good is Tom Hardy. But now he's already venom in this. Sony. Oh, MCU.
1: Tom Hardy would be perfect for that stocky right. little guy. Is he tiny? I can't remember. He's not.
0: And here's the he's thing not, right? is the the people that are usually casted in Hollywood, including the Avengers, are so tall. So even if you casted someone five foot nine, they would look shorter next to Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans and these people. So oh my God, it could how still weird. work.
1: Yeah, Make true. But yeah, they could use forced perspective. Good. I mean, they did it for the Hobbit. Like, they can figure it out, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. True. If they really want Wolverine to look short, they could use yeah. effects. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Tom Hardy. Doubtful because he's already Venom. Um, Storm. So I've always wanted Storm to be played by Angela Bassett. She's now too old, and I'm not Aww. being ages. I mean too old that she's already playing – she's already T'Challa's mother in the Black Panther series. Right. So she can't even be reused as an actress. But in the 90s, uh, I, I thought Angela Bassett, like, was Storm. Anytime I saw her in a movie, I just heard Storm talking. Uh, so I'm disappointed that we, we're, we're probably never going to see that version. What if they Do used – Do you want to see
1: anyone? Michelle – I can't remember her last name. From Everything, Everywhere, All at Once – She's a little older. However, she's very active. And isn't Storm like super like.
0: Oh, Michelle Yo! Yeah, Michelle um, Yo. There you go. Burst her bubble here. She is already in Shang-Chi. She was. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> that's like, right. I think she was the auntie who yeah, did she all was those the badass movies. That moves lived in the.
1: Yeah. The, the, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Dang it, what? Marvel! You've got everybody already. What are we supposed to yeah, do? Yeah,
0: it sucks when when they use them for smaller characters, and then something comes <laughs> up which is a big character. Oh, I was just
1: thinking about her kung fu experience. Darn it! Um, not that you really need it for Storm, but she just seems like fit. Like she could pull off. Yeah, like Storm you. That's do. a
0: good point. Like find someone who could do their own stunts. I yeah. yeah I, that's why I didn't like Halle Berry. She just seemed too beautiful fragile. and like soft. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She wasn't thick either. I want Storm to be a little bit wrestler-like, like not too masculine, but she should be buff Ooh. a little bit.
1: How about Rosario Dawson? Is she also already in Marvel?
0: Good question. Yes, she's in <laughs> the it. Netflix, which is now MCU. She plays a, a comic character that's a nurse who is part of the Daredevil story. Good yep. Lord. Already... Okay, fine. And I that's also a too small a character. She would have been better as a big
1: Yeah, character. nurse. What? Come on.
0: Yeah, and I hope it's not someone too young either. I can't think of anyone else. I'm just so stuck on Angela Bassett. And then everyone else that I think, if I'm trying to think of, like, awesome black women actor, they're also in that age group as Angela Bassett, like Viola Davis, these people. So we'll see. We'll see what who about, they do. What
1: um, my girl? What's her name? Nicole Yvette Brown. Isn't it, is that right? <laughs>
0: Yvette Nicole Brown.
1: <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown, I always do it backwards. I think, way. So. I think
0: if it was a, a funny version <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it. Maybe this will be her turn to like not be typecasted and she could be real serious.
0: That's Badass. true. That's true. <laughs> um the other characters that are fun like Nightcrawler, he's easy because you just paint him blue. Um he's supposed to be German and like acrobatic. Timothy so Chalmay. I, I Oh, my God. That's exactly who I was going (laughs) to say. 1,000%. Because he also, like, doesn't age. And Nightcrawler is always, like, youthful, even when he gets older. I was thinking the same exact thing. Oh, that would be so funny. All right. You heard it here first. Timothy Chalamet as Nightcrawler. Wait, who can we
1: fan cast Ryan Gosling as, though? Because he needs to be up in the Marvel universe.
0: Who could you put him
1: as? Can you think of anybody?
0: Oh, gosh. The only people I could think are, like, X-Men. Like polite white guys or is Cyclops? Oh wait, but the, I don't think the I,
1: big I, guy, I Cyclops. Is that his name? The nice one, the Cyclops. metal guy.
0: Oh no, that's Colossus, who's Colossus. already in in the MCU via uh, Deadpool. Oh, they already right. have him. Whatever, fine, Sorry. I give up. <laughs> but um, but no, Cyclops. That's Jean Grey's love interest in Wolverine's. Like, um, what is it called when you have a friend that you hate? Frenemy. Frenemy, that's his frenemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reason why I I'm glad you brought that up is he has been reportedly in talks with Kevin Feige for like years now. So I think they're just trying to find the right character.
1: Yeah, like we need to right? get like him in here. He's a great. Good one. Yeah, it
0: has to be a good one. So that's funny. there's plenty of things in X Men and probably characters that um, we haven't necessarily seen in a big way in the big screen that we're not even thinking of. So. Um, but that'll be fun. Let's keep fan casting as as we figure out what happens. Maybe we'll hear some stuff at D23, including some <sighs> cast announcements. That would be awesome. So exciting. Oh, um, God, I can't so, wait for
1: yeah. D23. Sorry, I'm getting really excited. Anyways, carry on. I know, I
0: know, I know. <laughs> okay, so one last uh, bucket of info for the Marvel, everything Marvel, is that Sony – Sony is still playing in the Spider-Verse. They still own the rights to Spider-Man and all the characters within the Spider-Verse. So that's still the missing piece that is not back in Marvel's court. And when it works well, it works well. So when Sony and Disney play nice, we get things like Spider-Man No Way Home, which technically that all goes to Sony. That's a Sony movie. It's not a Marvel Studios movie. Uh, But they work directly with Marvel Studios to make the movie. But they're still going on and on with their weird-ass Sony Spider-Verse movies (laughs) that don't even have Spider-Man in it. So most recently, we know Morbius came and went. It flopped, starting Jared Leto as a vampire superhero. Jared Leto just Um, needs to
1: quit. I am sorry. He's like killing (laughs) characters left and right, like taking uh, names.
0: Joker. Yeah, he's (laughs) Joker and then Morbius. Um, And the movie did so bad that there's rumors that they're rethinking a lot of the MCU's connection to the Spider-Verse. Almost like Marvel Studios is saying, ooh, I don't know if we want to be as interconnected as we <laughs> were planning Wait, because was you Marvel guys don't know what you're doing.
1: Studios, did Marvel Studios produce Morbius with Sony? No, or? so that's Sony. Okay. Yeah, that's Sony. So Sony just needs so to involve Morbius. Marvel, actually. Like, Yes, that's everything.
0: the whole point. And the the more they're going on their own, the less Marvel wants to even be associated with them. And so in the beginning of a Sony spider movie, You'll see the Marvel logo, but it'll say in in association with Marvel. It's not Marvel Studios. That's the only way to – it's very nuanced. And I think a lot of casual fans probably think that it's a hot mess just on the Spider-Man side. (laughs) But it's specifically because of Sony. It's not Marvel (laughs) Studios' fault. Um, And Sony is trying to build up like an alternate version of the Sinister Six, which is confusing because now we have Morbius – as a, like anti-hero slash villain. We have Venom as an anti-villain slash, anti-hero slash villain, meaning like they're kind of good, they're kind of bad. And then you have Vulture, which we got introduced in the Spider-Man movie. Um, they're introducing, um, gosh, is I want to say it's El Muerto. He is a very deep cut Spider-Man character that I didn't even know of. I, he's not even in my orange binder. And he's like a sort of like a Mexican wrestler. And they just casted Bad Bunny, who's a Puerto Rican huge megastar. Um, I don't know if that's the right casting. A lot of fans are not happy with it. But so they announced two things at once at this comic um comic convention recently because sony's again does their own thing without talking to disney and then they're like hey we're gonna announce this new movie starring this deep cut villain and it's great for representation because we're casting a latino but it's just so out of the blue that it it just seems just i don't know it just doesn't sit well with Mm -hmm. me and a lot of other fans it's weird so there's that it's just an example of just the hot mess that they're building over there that is just going to make things messy because like how does Morbius and this Mexican wrestler tie into what's going on with the Peter Parker that we know. Oh my and then God. they have all these movies that are supposed to be them versus Spider-Man. Like the, the it's comic making books me are like
1: anxious. Yeah.
0: It's so <laughs> weird. And then now people are also t- the fans like on Reddit are taking back this like petition to create amazing Spider-Man three with Sony for Andrew Garfield. Everyone's like, never mind. We don't need him in that mess either. And poor Andrew Garfield. like, Don't loop him in there. So I don't know what's going on over there in the Sony, Sony Spider-Verse. The only one good thing that I know is coming is what they are doing very well is the Sony Animation Studios, not film studios, is has been playing very well with Marvel Comics Company, building out the animated Spider-Verse. So I know yes. you really loved Into the Spider-Verse.
1: Abs- I'm obsessed with it. Like, it's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen.
0: So cool, right? So So cool. So many cool animation styles. Seeing the characters, like the breaking the fourth wall, Mm -hmm. tongue in cheek, all these kind of things. Um, So Into the Spider-Verse is the sequel. It's a trilogy. So I should say that. They announced that officially last week. Uh, So Into the Spider-Verse is coming out um, next year. It was delayed, supposed to come out this year, but it's delayed to June 2023. And then what we have after that is they're calling it Across the Spider-Verse. So like like a play on Across the Universe. So then we're going to have Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, no, Across the Spider-Verse, which is the second one. Sorry, this one that's delayed. And then okay. the final one is called Beyond the Spider-Verse. Ah. So that's going to be the third one. And I think okay. those are going to be do, doing good. They're still Sony, but they're a different creative arm of the company that seem to be, um, they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah, I, it feels, it,
1: you can just, it's like, you know, when people say like, oh, some of the Disney hits weren't, or the Pixar movies, Disney movies weren't a big hit, and they say they're DreamWorks. Like, people just yes, identify them yes. as DreamWorks. It's the same for this. Like, totally. Spider-Verse feels Marvel, even though it's not, right? So yeah. Like, <laughs> it feels Marvel it's so quality. true.
0: And so I hope that I hope that these are going to be really good, and I hope the extra time that they need, the delay is going to make it even better. So we, they said they introduced, I want to say it was either four or forty, probably forty, um, Spider-Man variants in the in the first movie into the Spider-Verse. This one we're going to see four hundred variants.
1: Stop! How are you gonna what?
0: <laughs> that's so nuts and I'm sure they're all not going to have like speaking roles they'll probably be like they're just going to be like in um,
1: the last in Spider-Man No Way Home where you just like see them in the atmosphere yeah
0: like a bunch of things yeah <laughs> um, I mean uh, they did a good in Loki too they would like flip through these variants real right. quick so supposedly there'll be 400 of them which yeah a lot of them will probably be quick cameos very exciting and then the fans are theorizing already now with the announcement of Beyond the Multiverse Fans are theorizing that... Beyond the Spider-Verse? Beyond the m- oh, sorry. Yeah. God, okay. I can't keep track of all <laughs> I this. I know. Me
1: later. either. That's why I was clarifying. I'm like, wait.
0: <laughs> Fans think that Beyond the Spider-Verse, which is the third of the animated trilogy, is actually going to be hybrid live action and tie right back to the ending of the MCU phase. Wow. Which, that's just mind-blowing if they can take it wow. there and do it right. Because there's no reason why we should start separating these, like the, the, the comic accurate costumed Loki that we saw, the older one, right? we saw in, in Loki, mm-hmm. like that was already one step away from just putting an animated Loki in there, like a character. We had the right. crocodile.
1: <laughs> that would be so cool if they started blending, like throughout the film, it starts off like a cartoon and it ends in live action, but we don't even really notice oh, how yes. cool would that be.
2: It like so happens
1: coo- so progressively that you're like, oh my god, wait a second, it's live action now. Right? Because Ooh, who's not to say that, that the
0: multiverse, the multiverse should clean here? Oh god, now my brain, my wheels are turning. I'm so excited. The <laughs> who's to say that the multiverse does not include the animated version of Spider Man? And the reason why I say that is because of the movie we just talked about with Michelle Yeoh, Anything Everywhere All at Once. They freaking had rocks as. <laughs> Actual physical rocks that were the embodiment of this person in another, another multiverse. I keep thinking about... to each other. I'm
1: so in love with Genius. this movie. That's all I can think Genius. about. But also, when you're talking about 400 characters, I'm like, that's impossible. And then I'm like, wait, no, they totally did that in Everything Everywhere all at once. Like, Remember those like yes. quick hits and there's like all these flashes so over quick. different people? Oh, my gosh.
0: And the way so they cool. justified it can also apply to Marvel. Basically, what they said... In anything, everywhere, all at once, which our listeners, you gotta watch it if you haven't seen it. It's not Disney; it doesn't matter, but it is it's very much about so a multiverse. Good. And in that movie, um, they explained it is if you could think of it, you just put it into existence. So it now created a just the thought of somebody with <laughs> hot dogs for fingers now created a <laughs> multiverse where that exists <laughs> because you put it out there. Oh, it's just genius! And, and people if they say could, that again, all the time.
1: Like, put it in the universe; you never know. And yeah, I'm like, well, just put
0: it out there. So if they could pull this off again with Sony, you got to have Sony's friendship in this to do it right. If they pull that off, I, I just imagine the theaters and the the crowds in there. Like, what insane! Is going on? That'd be so cool.
1: It's like endless so. cosplay options too.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. And then all the, like, the non-Peter Parker ones, too, are all coming into the Spider-Verse as well. They're not necessarily variants, but they then have their own variants, like Spider-Gwen and all that. So exciting. Um, I'm out of breath. Marvel stuff. (laughs) I hope you're excited. There's a lot. (laughs) And I am very
1: excited, even though I don't get half of it that we talked about. I, like, love learning about it. So, like, obviously plenty for us to watch coming up soon, which is very exciting. Um, and then to pull away a little bit from Marvel, I have a quick announcement that some of you may have already seen. Um, there is a show called Holy Moly, which I did not know about until this recent announcement. It is evidently a, sh- a TV series on ABC. I-, I would classify it in the same like realm as like The Masked Singer or... Um, like those shows that you have to go wipe through a giant obstacle course, like that kind of yeah. TV. I <laughs> that don't know,
0: Wipeout what... show or Floor is Lava too. Is yes,
1: all those kind <laughs> of things. It's like reality TV but like a different version of it, like con- like a contest reality TV, I guess. Um, but it's supposedly a like miniature golf obstacle course. So it's like a combination of miniature golf and obstacle course. But the reason I'm telling you about this is because starting May 3rd, the new season comes out and the Muppets are hosting. And that's so cute! So cute! I am very excited, and I already saw they're going to have other guest stars on there, and one of them was Steph Curry from the Warriors, and I just think that's hilarious to see Steph Curry interacting with the Muppets and hosting this show. So I actually am very intrigued, and now want to watch it and see how it all rolls out because I think they'll be really good announcers during an obstacle course. Like they're all funny. Yeah, so it could be like a really that's good, kind of where good feeling show
0: where they do well is when you have the Muppets like. In a place where they shouldn't be, and then commenting on it. Right, right. Like even when they show up in like car commercials and stuff, like that's like funny when them, when you see them up. Totally, in, place.
1: and then yeah. they have the two men in the movie theater in the little oh yeah commenting. thing, right? Like talking crap about all the and contestants I always or thought
0: um, golf commentary was so boring, so it'd be so. Hilarious, like, of course, they're going to make it as funny as possible, right? And it's miniature golf, so like
1: (laughs) that mixture is even funnier. Oh my god, it's so funny!
0: We say, um, so Kermit's there at the second hole, and you know, they have to talk real quiet. I wonder if they're going to do that. And like you said, miniature golf, I don't think I've ever seen televised miniature golf, especially if they have. High quality production value, and they make like crazy th- obstacles. That'd be fun,
1: right? Yeah, so it reminds me of that show. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it, but it's where they're already doing those crazy obstacles where they have to jump over like giant foam rollers and they fall in the water. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's Wh- like,
0: yeah, um, Wipeout, Wipeout,
1: wipe yes. So it's yeah. like miniature golf mixed with Wipeout somehow. I don't know how that works together. I guess there's previous seasons, I think Snoop Dogg used to. <laughs> Maybe Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart or something like that used to host.
0: Oh, but, I could see them doing that. Yeah. I didn't know that there were other seasons of this holy moly. Right, so I, yeah. Now they're so, getting our attention. Right. So
1: the Muppets are in. I'm excited for it. I'm probably going to watch it. Um. Yeah. So.
0: Also, can they just uh, actually not re-theme because I haven't been to Fantasia Miniature Golf in Disney World, I don't think. But if they could create a Muppets Miniature Golf. It's a, it's supposed to be kooky, and they always use props and stuff. It could be That'd good. That'd
1: be very cute. Oh, my God. Like, he could squirt you with his little thing. What's it called? The little flower?
0: The flower. The Fonds. prank flower. yeah. Aww. So cute. Oh, gosh. So, with that said. Yay! We hope you all enjoyed listening to episode 82 of the Holic Show.
1: Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics. Holics.
0: And if you want to get in touch, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the Disneyholics.com.
1: Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Why well, don't you do get things
0: started? I always dreamed we'd be back here. Dreams? Those were nightmares. Oh, <laughs> it's time to get <laughs> things started. on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, moffetational. This is what we call the Moffet
2: Show.
0: Man, I really want to go to Disneyland.